This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Oh, what fun we have for you today on The Masculine Journey. Yes, it is June, and June is the sixth month, isn't it, Andy? It is. And that means we're halfway. Yep, halfway there. And you might recall that we did a show at the beginning of the year where we talked about God giving us a word of the year. And so we felt like, wow, what an opportunity in Sam's absence because – you know, usually he carries us on his shoulders, Andy, but he can't do that right now. No, he can't. He's well, at least one shoulder's out of commission. So. <laughs> yeah, Sam's had surgery and he's in recovery still. We were hoping to get him back mm-hmm. this week, but we maybe we'll get him get him next week. But we started this year each asking God, like Ransom Hart, you know, for yep. a word of the year. Mm-hmm. And actually, we had a chance to interview John. We did. Yeah, talked a lot fun. about hope and starting the year off right and stuff so and so each person here today in today's show heard a word and so as we go around the table we'll kind of start with big jim over here and big jim heard a word which just kind of goes with christmas (laughs) (laughs) but up on presents (laughs) with a c e on a t s at the end although his presence is a present for sure so uh, yeah my word actually was quite i mean i it was definitely given to me my god because i wasn't even thinking along those learn uh, thinking along those lines and this came sort of out of the blue but it really was multifaceted in that i want to concentrate on being present with god he is always present with me, whether I'm acknowledging that or not. But there was also the factor of needing to be present with my wife. We're both very good at ignoring each other now and in our conversations, being present with whoever I'm with at the time rather than being on my phone trying to be present with somebody else who's not here. So you have a clip that you feel like is... Uh, I do, and it was a go-to for me more because, well, here's God literally in the flesh, not Jesus, but in the movie he's played by a man. But it is all about communicate with him. The movie is called An Interview with God, and it was a very powerful movie that I saw this year. And obviously this young man was in his presence as he was sitting through the interview. I hear people say, I lost faith. I picture them giving up. It wasn't like that for me. Hey, Gary. What are you doing here? I'm working on something. I'm doing an interview. With who? Paul Ash, with Arrow. I know who you are. I know all your work. I'm a fan. I cover religion for a secular paper. The stuff I write usually ends up in the lifestyle section. 
Okay, today is June 1st. Please say your name and spell it. I'm God, G-O-D. Okay, so you're God, the one who created everything. So what do I tell the people who say you don't exist? Tell them the world they see is just that. Sometimes that's just the way it looks. Why do I deserve your special attention? Don't you? doing this interview and it's getting kind of weird. If I send you a headshot, could you check it out? You traveled 7,000 miles into a war zone. All war changes people. Is it about Afghanistan? No, I think it might be a bigger problem, an older problem. You are about out of time. You're saying? Yes. This interview, it's eating me up. It's really an interview? Yeah. With God. I'd like to talk to you about salvation, Paul. So you're here to save me. Do you need saving? Doesn't everyone? We try to be good people, try to please you, and we need some answers. And where did you go? You have any idea how that feels? Sometimes there aren't signs when someone's in trouble. Paul, I've given you a great gift. But it's up to you to receive my gift before it's too late. Your life is not an audition for the afterlife. I don't even know why I agreed to this. You know who I am. Interview with God. I love it. You're kidding. About time God made the front page, you disagree. So talk about a present at Christmas that you would get a chance to hear God give you some theme for 2019. I mean, that's a phenomenal present. And I'm. let me just point out, that it's not too late because the first time I heard this concept, it was actually about June of two years ago. I heard it on a podcast, you know, from, from ransom heart. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go on and get my word. And so I just did. And then, Oh my, I mean, to go on that adventure with God, him with you on a lesson plan and you get a chance to do that. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking, wow, it's June, I didn't get a word, Robbie. Yeah. Well, guess what? If you're willing to sit there and listen and ask God, where are we going for the rest of 2019? And you listen, I'm thinking he'll come for you, but we have to catch up with Jim. And God, and God gives good gifts to his children. He promises that. The, that trailer, and that was a trailer from the movie, so it was a little disjointed, but one of the theme in that and in life to me and what that represents is we meet God on his terms, not on ours. He speaks to us when we need it, certainly, but not necessarily when we want it and we're looking for it. <laughs> and this is, this is this young man's journey who he's believed in. In fact, I sort of identified with him because he believed in God all his life, but he went to, I didn't go to war, but I had my own battles. And he went to war and came back and had, as he said, I didn't lose my faith, but my journey was different. And he was shaken, he was hurt, bad things had happened, and he didn't understand it. And God kind of took him through it with uh, three interviews. But it, he does that with all of us, and he meets us at our point of need. And when we are able to move along and we're happily holding his hand, you know, we're not going to hear from him as much. Or when we're in a desert where we have to learn something hard, 
he's going to seem very distant, but he's there all the time, and presence is is a part of that. So uh, we're, I'm curious, you know, <laughs> as this as this year <laughs> has played out, you know, what has he taught you about? Because I struggle with that in prayer every morning. I, you know, it's just hard to get in the present time. I always want to go to the future. I want to go to the past. To get into the present is a present. I I won't even say I've I'm better at it, but I'm more aware of the need. And as I did point out, God really is the one directing this, and I do have more of a longing when I'm doing something that you know is a mindless thing that I tend to go to those things often and God will remind me he's there and then I'll go to the Bible and sometimes I go to the Bible and I'm reading and I'm thinking of something else and miss everything he has for me and other times I'm paying more attention and being drawn into what he has for me but as with all relationships, there's ups and downs, and uh, but the slope is always up. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Andy, you had a little different experience with your word for this year. Yeah, I'd, <clears throat> the previous year I'd got it, and it was pretty. Yeah, I just knew that I knew that I got it. This one I was asking, and a lot going on, and I didn't get anything right away. But then. I'd heard John Eldridge talking about his word from previous years, and it was help. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good word. I probably need that, but that's not mine. And then I kept thinking on it and pondering on it. And, you know, I, you know, God uses different ways to speak to us. He'll use other individuals, and I don't want to be dependent on that. I like the direct, you know, conversation or whatever, but I still feel like I settled in on that, and I really needed it. I start, started thinking about where I was at um, in my life, and uh, previous, I'd probably, it was probably seven years ago, six years ago, I'd really gotten out of shape and out of, I wasn't really living a healthy lifestyle and ended up losing like 80 pounds and really got healthy. And then life happened, kind of got out of being healthy. And then I've been a sales job that I'm traveling quite a bit. And it's kind of that I really realized that, look, you know, God's done some amazing things in you, but health is key to being able to perpetuate that and be able to go. And, and really it's, Again, you know, our body is a temple. We're supposed to treat it as such, and it's supposed to glorify him. And we're working on all these other spiritual things and working on, you know, healing the soul, a lot of it, or healing our minds or whatever that we've experienced. But the body's part of all that. So um, I got a clip here that uh, kind of um, um, it's an example of it, but it's an example of somebody. Um, it's, it's the here comes the boom. Kevin James, I think his name's John um, Scott Voss in the movie, but he's actually a biology teacher, and he's using it as a kind of a, a illustration for how society works and how we get dormant, and then how one can affect others and it can bring about change or whatever. But I took the what he was really making an analogy about was the physical part and how our bodies become dormant and we're not moving them and then now they start moving and then they begin to heal each other. And that's what I've experienced in the past. I know that that's an important part of um, who we are as Christians. This body is a gift for us to take care of. So um, he's talking to his students about this analogy. He's funny. He gets up and walk. You, you'll kind of understand this after you hear it. He gets up and 
stands on his desk at first, and then he walks across the desk of the students, and you can probably understand that as you hear the clip. But let's go ahead and well, listen to it. We got the break coming up. So, but before the break, okay. What I loved about your story, right? And what I love about God's lesson plan is it's more about the journey than the destination. It is. It is. And I'm glad God you, took you right. to Yosemite this year. He did. He did. So, kind of what happened to him, I probably got ahead of myself by doing uh, the clip. But when I went to Yosemite, I hadn't wasn't feeling bad. I, I was feeling that good. I had a lot of um, inflammation. And I re- knew I really wanted to go and spend. I've done this on quite a few times. Uh, travel's been allowed uh, allowed me to be able to go and do these trips, and I just wanted to be healthy for it. So when we come back, it. yep, I'll we're going to hear how handy Sorry. he got to go to Yosemite. Yep, we're going to hear more from you know somebody walking across tables talking about cells, <laughs> Absolutely. and we'll find out what Rodney's word is, what Robbie's word is, and think about. During the break. Wow, I know a way you can hear your word. Come to the boot camp November 7th through the 10th. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought it was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. Coming November 7th through the 10th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. As spoken by John and John and That's more right. John, first John as well. All you need is love. It's a it's a commandment thing. And I would imagine that everybody in their walk with God at some point in time, their word for the year was love. And that's part of what we're talking about that. Wow. When you get this lesson plan that God's going to take you on, it's the journey, not the destination, the, 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 the opportunity to walk with him on something that he wants to teach you this year. And, and so when we left our hero, Andy, he was all inflamed. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't walk around in Yosemite. No. It, things were looking tough for the home team. And if you've no. ever seen Yosemite or been there thinking, oh, my goodness, you're not going to have a chance to enjoy this, Andy. What happened? Yeah. So I did. I, I I prayed about it. And I mean, I was about to run out of time. And I was like, man, I'm not going to go out there feeling like this because I've had other times with him. And part of it was the journey that I was there when I was going on hikes or whatever. I wanted to feel good. I wanted to experience it. So I went to the doctor, got some, got cleared up on on my inflammation. And I had an absolute wonderful time. And God gave me, and I, I could go on on all the gifts he gave me. I mean, I went to a little community church there and he met me there in so many different ways. You know, I have those times where he confirms things yeah. that in your heart. So it was just an awesome time, but I really would have uh, missed out. But with all that being said, you know, going forward this year, I haven't really lived up to that part of the health, at least part 
partly I haven't. I'm on the way there, but I have seen his grace come in, like, you know, just getting straightened out there. I really, inflammation hasn't come back. I'm in a position to really take take more control, and hopefully this inspires others. God, it, it means a lot to, to God. I mean, he wants us to really be, uh, you know, hitting on all cylinders to really um, fulfill what he's called us to do, so. So picking up on restoring cells, here we have, is his name Kevin James? Well, Kevin James is the actor. It's yeah. I think it's Scott Voss yeah, in, in the clip. He starts moving around to give the idea that moving's a thing. That's right. Whoa. What's going on, Mr. Voss? Biology, Derek. Anyone know what happens to a stagnant cell? What's he doing on the table? I don't know. Something about cells. Malia. It's not good. Did you hear that? It ain't good. People, a cell that is not in motion is not a productive member of the system. It ends up assuming all the other cells are going to pick up the slack somewhere, but they don't. In fact, they imitate the stray cell until basically the whole organism begins to die. But you know what? Biology is an amazing thing. And here's the good news. All that decays can be restored. It's just hitting anybody. Like how a cut heals. Like how a cut heals. Brian, my man. Oh, look, you got one. <laughs> and once that cell is back on track, it creates energy amongst the other cells. That's what happens. It starts getting a little movement going. It gets a little rumble. Can I get a little rumble from everybody? Everybody just rumble in your seats right now for me. Just rumble a little bit. Okay, no rumble. That's fine. I'll be the lone rumbler up here. That's what I am. I'm a lone rumbler. But then the cell starts banging into the other cells. And the cells push back and go, hey, what are you doing to me? They hit him to another one. Hey, don't do that. Hey, that's my friend. You don't even know him. You don't know me either. I know you. We work together. Because then they hit a rhythm. They all hit a rhythm. And this is the beginning of the restorative process. So now, even if the entire system is close to dead, what happens? Martinez, come on. Give me something. Oh, no. Not today. Oh, no, not in my house. No, 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 no. Look out. Here we come. Don't look up my pant leg, Derek. You're better than that. I'm right over you. Come on, man. What do you say? If all the cells work together, what will happen? The entire system is healed. Exactly. That is a sick dragon. Yeah! So, wow, you got some activity going and the rest, the restorative process started happening. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good. It's, it's cool how that works with our bodies and the body of Christ. If we get to move and together, we heal each other, we help each other out. But our physical bodies are an example of that. And I think that's the way God puts things together is there's always examples of, you know, uh, the micro to the macro or the, you know, small to the big. So, and it's, and it's all about the journey is what I'm trying to, yeah. I'm, I <laughs> sorry about that. There's there it is. It's not just that destination to get to feeling better. I met God through that process of and and, and to go back where I said where I went so you know I dropped eighty pounds or whatever. I mean I testified on um, uh, TV and papers and stuff like that when all this happened. I did testify about the journey. It was hard, but God was there with me, and I really believe my inspiration came from Him, and believe it'll be this time as well. So that's cool. And then we have Rodney, who's sort of a, this was his first year with this. Yeah, so after a boot camp in the fall, <clears throat> I'm like, well, I'll give this a try. It sounded, you, Robbie, you talking about your word is inspirational, period. It's just, it's contagious. It's like, I want some of that. 
So I spent the last bit of November and then into December praying and praying and praying, kind of like Andy was saying, I kept praying. And my hard part with praying is always getting my mind empty so that I can hear. So I, actually what I started doing was praying about clear, God help me clear my mind. Let me just listen because all I want to do is talk. All I want to do is tell him about me and I don't ever want to listen to him. So that was a good thing. So in looking back from my word, I'm, that was actually something that I had done was I overcame, which was my word was overcomer. I overcame that part and was able to listen and got the word. And I'll be honest, I've not been the biggest student of the word overcomer this past year. I started off looking at some stuff, reading about it. And all I can say is thank God for my brothers. I love my brothers because you guys are able to, as we talk through preparing for the show, well, let's talk about what's going on in your life, this and that. And as we started talking, it helped me to realize there are some things that I have been able to overcome during my last six months and helps me look forward to the next six months with more optimism. And, you know, just in your own life, when you're overcoming something, you don't see it a lot of times while it's going on. It's something that's reflective. And that's one of the things that I teach on all the time is we always have to stop and reflect, stop and reflect. And then it's like, okay, based upon what we've reflected on, what we've learned, what we're going to do going forward. So that's where my mind has been sitting in there before the show was, okay, now what have I learned? Oh, I learned he is working in my life. He is helping me to overcome some things that are my past uh, temper, relational sh- relationship. Uh, I tell you, work is not stressful right now at all. It's okay. You guys don't want to go this way. That's fine. You guys want to go that way. I'll support you there. I'll do this. I'm good. I am not stressed out about things of that just should not stress me. And there are things that should should not stress me that still do, but I have overcome many of them. So I'm feeling much better about that and proud to be on that journey. That is cool. And so we want to encourage those that maybe, you know, wow, this thing hasn't come back to me, back to me, back to me all through the six months. As you begin to take this time, the reason for this show is to begin to reflect, to think, well, you know, what has God been doing? My word this year has been abiding. And oh my word, what a lesson plan of, you know, being able to sit in the father's lap and him actually asked me to hold his heart. It, it was just more than, and then you may have heard me talk about my communion experiences here where I begin to take communion at home and, 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 and that part of abiding. But I'm going to be honest that where I'm really struggling is it seems like I've gotten deep, but I haven't gotten wide. My hope was that I would be abiding more rather than necessarily deep. So I've gotten deep, but I haven't gotten wide. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2019, you know, the rest of 2019. But I've got a little clip here from the Wizard of Oz, which has some phenomenal wisdom in it that I'm hoping, you know, God's going to continue to help me with this because obviously there's no place like home. I'm just saying. Oh, will you help me? Can you help me? You don't need to be helped any longer. You've always had the power to go back to Kansas. I have. Then why didn't you tell her before? Because she wouldn't have believed me. She had to learn it for herself. What have you learned, Dorothy? Well, I think that it, that it wasn't enough just to want to see Uncle Henry and Auntie M. And it's that if I ever go looking for my heart's desire again, 
I won't look any further than my own backyard. Because if it isn't there, I never really lost it to begin with. Did you hear that? I'm going to say it again. <laughs> and that is, if I ever go looking for my heart's desire again, I won't look any further than my own backyard because if it isn't there, I never really lost it to begin with. Fortunately, I think most of you listening have seen The Wizard of Oz. And there's no doubt that Dorothy's heart desire was to go over the rainbow, to go on an adventure. But what she didn't know when she headed off on this adventure was that it would be a shared adventure and that her friends would actually be reflected back to her, her band of brothers that were turned out to be a cowardly lion and a scarecrow and all these broken, very broken individuals who did not know their identity. They knew their names, but they didn't know what they didn't know about themselves. And so when the wizard starts handing out, you know, the courage stuff and whatever, all of a sudden they're all beginning to realize they always had what it took but they didn't know they had what it took, as did Dorothy not realize that had she what had the power, right, to click her heels to three times, yeah. right, Jim? And what Glitta said was great there, I think that's her name, the good witch, is you've had the power all along, but if I had told you, you wouldn't have believed me. And that really, to me, I get goosebumps thinking, that how, that's how God deals with us. We have all this ability, all this power through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, but we don't really believe it most of the time, and we have to experience things to, oh, yeah, there, there it was all along. And so that, to me, sums up the idea of a word for the year. You're going to go, if you're willing to take this on, you're going to go on an adventure. And it's going to be a shared adventure with your friends and your band of brothers if you share it. Because had I not told you guys that my word was abide for the year, then we wouldn't have shared the adventure. If I didn't know that Andy's word was health, if I didn't know your word was overcomer, we wouldn't share the experience. And in real life, there are no Rambos. If you don't share the adventure, you're not on it. Yeah, and unbelief is okay. Just you're going to have to make that transition. So go right now and make it. So we're hoping that you will spend some time. If you haven't heard a word, ask God. There's nothing like hearing from God and knowing something that actually came from him. And being able to spend some time as he takes you on that adventure and hopefully with some people you can share with. And if you come to the boot camp, if you go to masculinejourneyradio.org and register, we would love to hear about your word for the year. That's going to come up in November, and we can even talk about next year's word. So we got so much more that we would love to adventure with you on. So thank you for listening to the Masculine Journey.